<laughs> that was it. Perfect, perfect. Smooth. So much flavor. Great experience. Well, back to what was I even talking about, honestly? But holy shit. Oh my god. That fatso. What is even the terpene on that? Just jet fuel, right? Take a dab to start this Get this episode out here. Go check. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 86 of the podcast. Hope y'all are doing good today. Just took a dab of from cherry lime soda from Green Dot. I wanted to start the day off with something a little more mild, but man, sometimes even if the THC doesn't seem as high in certain things, the terpenes themselves are just so fucking strong that they they smack you in the face. Almost make your eyes water just from the flavor. And that uh, cherry lime soda from Green Dot really, really reminds me of some hazes I used to smoke a lot back in the day, like Ghost Train Haze and uh, Moonshine Haze, just like all these old hazes I used to smoke. It really, really reminds me of that. Wow. What an amazing flavor. All right. But yeah, before we get into today's episode, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsclass.com. We have a massive Sunday sale today, first Sunday sale of 2022. We, well, I wouldn't say massive, but it's pretty big. We got 30 colored pieces and 30 clear pieces, so 60 pieces total. Um, at this point, the chocolate drop would have happened. Happened on Friday. Hopefully, everything sold. If it didn't, go check my website. There might be a chocolate piece chilling there still if there's something you're looking for. Um, and we're going to go over those pieces more today because when chocolate was here, um, uh, we we looked at the pieces a little bit in the episode, but a lot of it was just like I was kind of just trying to give him a platform and like let you guys get to know him a little bit. Um, so I kind of want to go over the chocolate pieces today more in depth, talk about them, um, and then just take some dabs and enjoy some hash. But yeah, fucking hey, we just got two huge kilns delivered. I don't know if any of you folks follow me on Instagram as well as on here. It's always surprising because sometimes I find people that actually only follow my podcast. They don't even buy glass or anything. They just like like the podcast, which is cool. But we just got two big kilns delivered. And uh, that's going to give us a lot of opportunity to make bigger pieces and be more consistent with those bubbler drops. And maybe a flower line will be available by the end of the year so we can start really uh, having pieces out there for people who only smoke flower because not everyone dabs. I want to be able to offer function to everybody, not just one group of smokers. So, yeah, these investments in these bigger kilns will ensure that we can uh, produce those types of pieces. Because really, it's just you have to have the right size oven to put the glass in to heat it up once it's all done. Keep it all warm and anneal it. The most exciting part about getting these kilns delivered, though, I'd say, is fucking seeing how excited my the boys were, you know? The fucking, my guys that work here, they were so excited. They were, like, Cormac was giving me his phone. He's like, can you take a picture of me next to the kiln and shit? I was like, dude, this is fucking dope. Like, that's what got me excited was seeing the guys get excited. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, 
I mean, like I buy tools and shit and like, it's exciting for me too, but I don't know. I get more hyped up when the people around me are excited about it, you know? Um, so it was just cool to see those guys excited about the new tools and we have more stuff coming as well. So this year I think is going to be a big turning point for Bearmont Studios as far as our infrastructure goes with all of our tools and equipment. Um, and, uh, if this year goes good and people support us again this year heavily, um, because I'm not naive to think this is forever, but if people do come out and buy RBRs again this year, we are going to be working towards our next goal of getting a building in 2023. So this year is all about organizing this studio, building up the team a little more, getting one to two more people on here and, uh, you know, trying to work towards having a bigger space because a bigger space means a better podcast studio, a bigger glass blowing studio means classes, means everything. It means I could have a, a blow glass blowing school. I can do all sorts of shit, you know? So it's going to open up a massive amount of t- opportunity too for people that are looking to get into the glass blowing community and stuff. Bearmount Studios might be a destination in Colorado. If you're visiting Colorado, like, oh shit, we're going to go to a dispensary, go to this awesome dinner, and then we're going to go visit Bear Mountain Studios. So the goal is to have a large space where we kind of have people that can visit and have, uh, you know, the glass blowing studio there and event space and everything. So working towards it, having goals is fun. Um, but man, 2022, just trying to, you know, everyone has the same kind of like thoughts and feelings that for the most part in the beginning of a new year, like, Oh, I'm going to be better this year. Change this, change that. Um, and I'm not going to say that too much, but really that's what we're trying to do too. We're also trying to, uh, like really try to build up our business um, and get back to how we used to do things. Cause in 2021, all we did was drops and that was really unlike Bearmont studios. Cause usually we're doing like a lot more time and like everything, not just making the glass, but like we're making merch, we're doing like in-person events, like we're doing all sorts of stuff. And in 2021, we just were like buckled down and it's because like any, anyone that's been listening to this podcast for a while knows like 2021, I was kind of like a little sensitive Sally had some negative podcast days. I everyone has their off days, but we were dealing with family stuff. But this year, me and my wife both feel have the same feeling of like, we're fucking going to get it this year and get back to how we were doing things with our apparel drops in person stuff and keep growing our company. Cause last year I feel like we didn't spend time growing our company. We just spent time filling orders. Um, and this year I really want to put time into like getting more equipment, building up more stuff, getting the team bigger and working towards having a larger studio space so we can really build up Bear Mountain Studios into something more than just RBRs, you know, building up into something more fun and interactive with everyone. That's why we've been doing these Twitch streams a ton. I'm on Twitch almost every night. I'm like, I'm, I've got, I'm doing, I'm like easily like 10 hours of Twitch a week. Um, there's tons of content on there. We've been doing the live Patreon only lives. So if you're not a Patreon member already, I would seriously sign up for that. It's only five bucks a month. You're going to be getting extra content. You get entered into, um, a monthly giveaway. This month is a 10 mil mini double diffused. Next month, we're going to give away a juggernaut. The first ever juggernaut to leave Bearmont Studios, one of the big fat RBRs. It's like short, but they're super fat. It's huge. It looks absurd. You put like a gallon of water in it. So I'm going to give away a first quality juggernaut. going to make the official, the official first one, like engrave it, sandblast it, do the whole deal. It's going to be a real RBR, but just a fatty. That's going to be February's giveaway for Patreon. And as the Patreon grows, we'll do more giveaways a month. Might become, go up to two a month and then have higher tiers on top of all the added content. Um, and real quick for anyone that's a beginner glassblower or want to get into glassblowing, um, I'm going to start doing that on Patreon too. Once we hit a certain number of people, I'll open up a tier for people that are trying to get into glass and like, how do you start or this or that and have like, you know, different like lessons or talks on there, um, about glass blowing. So we're going to be putting a lot of stuff into Patreon this year. That's where we're going to be focusing a lot of our energy. I'm going to continue to use the, use the Instagram and do giveaways, but not like I was like Instagram is like gotten so big and messy 
Still going to be doing my thing, posting funny videos, posting dad videos, all that. But what I'm saying is I'm going to be putting a lot of the effort I used to put into Instagram as far as the giveaways. Because I used to give away $20,000 plus of glass a year on Instagram. Now that $20,000 of glass is going to move to Patreon for the Bear Mountain Studios collectors. Because I don't want to give away $20,000 worth of glass to like people who don't even collect my work. Like a lot of the time people are winning these giveaways don't even collect my work. It's just some random person that followed me that day. So um, we're going to change up the giveaways. We're going to dial in the community and Patreon is going to be the way we do it. Um, I kind of want to take a dab on my RBR, my double diffused. It's crazy. These are like my bigger RBRs. These are like the bigger pipes I make. And this thing just like towers it. And then like this thing's even bigger. The fucking pump station over here. that's hiding. You guys can see like part of it's probably sticking on the camera there. Um, it's crazy how big some of these prototypes were. And I only made them that big so that I could really show you guys the function. Like they don't need to be this big, but when you're taking videos of things, it's easier to show people what's going on. If you upsize everything. It's just like, I don't know if any of you guys are skateboarders or snowboarders, but when you'd film things like film a rail, film a jump, film a stair set, it looks so fucking small in camera, but in person you're like, this is the biggest thing ever. And then you film it and you watch yourself in a camera and you're like, why does it look so small? Well, it really is easier to see the details and what's going on with things when the picture or things are bigger. So I was upsizing all these prototypes to really be able to show everyone on camera how they function. So that's one of the reasons they are so big too. Um, but yeah, if I were to actually offer most of these things, they'd be scaled down quite a bit so that they're a bit more practical. Um, but that's the idea of the prototypes and concepts is to see like what these pieces are all about. And if you can make them a little bigger, then you can really like, you know, figure out the mechanics of stuff and then scale it down. Then it's going to function even better when it's smaller. In theory, you know, sometimes you make stuff smaller and you're like, shit, that sucks now because there's not enough water in the rig to have that cool feeling it does. That's the thing with really small rigs is like the, it might function great and not get water in your mouth, but you have to find like a balance of where it still feels like the water's moving and it's not just like this airy splash. Like you want it like, and by airy splash, like <coughs> it's hard to explain. It's easier to show or feel what I'm explaining right now with it, but it's, it's just the way certain like perks hit on mini rigs where I'm like, Oh, if I pull really hard, yeah, I'm not going to get water in my mouth, but like the water's all just like in motion. It's not like, it's almost like the smoke can bypass all the water because all the water is just like stuck to the walls and in the air while you're pulling on the piece. So the smoke is just like, it's like not like functioning right. I've noticed that with sometimes like I've made certain prototypes and scaled it down. And I was like, oh, like the bigger one, I like the way the bigger one hits better because there's more water volume and you can really feel the function of the piece properly. Whereas when it's really small, it like looks exactly like it, but maybe it doesn't function the same because it doesn't have the same volume of water, especially because you the human are the one pressurizing the system and making this all work so like your pressure is like really high on it's the same pressure on all pieces so when you pull on like something that's really small like that piece might not be designed for the amount of pressure your body's like able to produce when you're pulling on it so i don't know there's all these like little finite things that really don't matter that much you're gonna get high regardless and have a great time no matter what you're smoking i can guarantee that it doesn't have to be my red glass or anything you can fucking smoke a joint fucking take some hot knives and smack them together with a toilet paper roll and get baked doesn't matter but if you want to get into the finite details you can there are ways of making things better and you know having purpose behind each thing you've done to the piece but you don't have to you don't have to do all that you can just make whatever and have fun and i guarantee you'll still get high through it and have a great time I'm just one of those crazy people that I get hung up on details. That's the fun part for me, you know? You gotta find what you like in your craft or your hobby or your career because that's gonna be the thing that keeps you going on the days that you don't wanna be there. 
is you got to find the thing you love about it and like really hang on to it. And I love all the finite details of function and adjustment, adjusting function and performance of rigs. I feel like I'm working on fucking race cars or something, but I'm just fucking making pipes in my garage that smoke a little differently. Hope you folks are doing good today though. I'll definitely make sure to start having more glass guests. I got another glass blower I'm talking to. I'm trying to find glass blowers I think we'll be able to talk though, because Chaka killed it. And I think you guys really enjoyed like just like hearing real conversation. Um, and I also tried to let him talk. Usually like I'm a chatty Kathy and I was just stoked I let Chaka talk that episode. And I just tried to ask a few basic questions that I that like that were for me too, but also for other people because some of my simple questions are the same questions you guys have. It's like, what the fuck keeps you motivated, dude? Or like, what's the hardest part about running your business? Like, like if I started my own glass blowing business, like what are some hardships I might run into? Like, tell me so that when I hit that wall, I'll think back, oh, I know Chaka said he went through that, but he's still doing good today. He's still crushing, he made it through it. I can do it too. Most of the time when you watch people or listen to stuff, you're just trying to find like reassurance that you're gonna be able to do it too. You know, some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. It's not necessarily that you're like, this person's going to teach me everything. It's like, hey, can you just tell me that it's going to be okay? I feel like that's most of the time what people want out of relationships too, right? They just want a partner that's going to tell them it's going to be okay when things are tough. But yeah, man, that's how we all kind of like uh, motivate each other though is, you know, show each other what's possible. Even if we're not friends or talk or hang out, we can watch each other accomplish impossible tasks and go, fuck, that guy can do it. I think I could do it too. Yeah, we're all, even if you don't like people, we motivate each other, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's like the one gift we give each other, even if we don't like each other, like we still motivate each other in one way or another, whether you're motivated to prove someone that you're better than them or you're motivated to prove someone that you're capable, even though they didn't think you were, whatever your reasoning is. Either way, the intent is always to motivate and move forward as a species, even if it's like people that don't like you because you get motivated from them. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but... I have different motivations every single day. Sometimes I'm motivated by a positive thing. Other days I'm motivated by maybe a negative thing or like I'm feeling stressed, you know? So it's, motivations change. You know, it's never gonna be the same motivation every time you go to work or every time you're trying to get something done. Smoke some ice cream from Green Dot, I-95 and screaming OG. It's basically gasoline, it's pure gasoline. Come here, little rig. Ooh, 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 that tastes like a dentist's office. <coughs> wow, <coughs> gasoline, burnt rubber, but really, <coughs> it kind of tastes like what the air tastes like when you're sitting in the waiting room and just like reading a magazine. And then you go into the back and you breathe a little bit of that air and you can kind of like, it's like dentist's office. I don't even know. And that's the terpenes we're looking for these days, you know? We've had all of the lemons and the oranges. Now we just want dentist's office and cat piss flavor. Oh, fuck, that's the... Oh, that's the thing I was just using for alcohol and hash. Oh, fuck. That ice cream got me just, whoo, got me cleaned out. Holy shit. <coughs> oh my God, that Screaming OG is so good. God, I've been smoking Green Dots, Screaming OG, and I-95 forever. Since, I think I've been smoking Screaming OG from Green Dots since 2014, maybe early 2015. It's been a long time though. 
So cool. You know, sometimes you can get stressed out how fast time starts going by. And oh, I got a little, got a little, got a little something. Oh, word. Oh, what's that in my pocket? Is that candy? Oh, it's gone. Fuck. Got excited. I've really been wanting chocolate all morning. Um, thanks. Thanks, bro. Um, but yeah. Fuck, dude, I don't even know what I was talking about. But either way, it probably wasn't that important anyways. We can take more dabs, though. I know I just took one, but let's just take another one. The Titan RBR fits in the giant kiln, by the way. One of the, one of the giant kilns I got, the fucking Titan fits in there. And yeah, I have to put it in an angle, but that's not a big deal. Like, I have lots of big pieces that I have to put in an angle in my current kiln behind me. So that's what you got to do. You got to make it work. Of course, it'd be better if you could, like, lay it down or stand it up. But the point is, is I could safely put a Titan RBR in a kiln. I actually probably could put three in that kiln at once. And, like keep them hot so like i might have to hit up my buddy ride iron we might have to do a little titan collab project together once i get my big lathe running um i could do it by myself but man those pieces are easy with an extra set of hands um because they're just so big that you almost like want someone just there to like hand you a tool or hold something or hold an extra torch like you might want someone holding a third torch like keeping the bottom warm while you're working at the top so i don't know my big lathe's gonna be running really soon here and these kilns will be up and running, so best believe I'm gonna give away a Titan RBR and Patreon too. Patreon people are gonna get spoiled at that $5 tier. And already my wife's like, well, you gotta make a higher tier for some of those. I'm like, I'm gonna make a higher tier, but like, like I've been doing the same thing on Instagram for free for years. Like, so if there's a small group of people that like wanna pay like five bucks a month to be part of all this shit and make it sure that there's not like, 18,000 other people that are trying to enter the giveaway because that's the thing my giveaways there's tens of thousands of people that enter it's absurd like so like you're not going to be competing with all those people either it's gonna be way different and then maybe someday the patreon will be big but I doubt it will ever ever be anywhere close to the numbers of Instagram I doubt it I'm not that cool but the pipes are pretty cool so we're gonna give some of those away um <clears throat> and I like doing that shit, but like Instagram's gotten so muddy that like whoever I give it to, I like never see the pipe posted or I never see anyone excited. Like I'm like, if I give away shit to my Patreon crew, they're going to be posting videos of it. They're going to be tagging me. We're going to be smoking it in Twitch together. I mean, I won't be with you, but you know, you know, spiritually we'll be together. We'll be talking though still. We, but like the point is, is the pipe will still be within my inner circle which will make me feel good because some of these things that I'm going to make and give away are special. So I don't want to like, I'd love to know where they are and you know, be able to see the pieces and who's fucking using them. Let's talk about the chocolate pieces for a minute. I do want to take one more dab though. Um, I'll do it in a second though. We'll just, we'll look at a couple of the chocolate pieces that we haven't been able to look at because they weren't done when we did the chocolate episode. So this one right here seems to be uh, everybody's favorite, which how this piece happened was we originally made the, oh my God, look at that fade on the camera. It fades from ghost to blue stardust. And then with that cave ice tech, like this looks, I think that's why people are so stoked on it. It's just because it's not that it's like, I don't know, man, it's technical, but like this is more technical right here. This is more work than this because all these millies i mean there's so much time and then these millies you have to be really careful not to burn them out and there's a whole whole bunch of reasons why that's harder technically but from a collector or someone that's looking through a camera this one might look more technical to you this one might look like more work or crazier but really this one the colors 
and the sculpting and everything about it just flows so well together that aesthetically this one is just captivating that's what it is is that the technique the sculpting technique is cave ice tech that he does on top of like this beautiful fade that Cormac did and then I shaped everything out and made the piece um I don't know, just really, it's complementary to each other, both techniques. Really stoked on this piece. Okay, so how this happened was, is that we first made this one. This was the first cave ice one. This was the one Chaka said that he wanted to make. He was like, hey, I would like to do ghost encased in clear to, because you got to encase it in clear to do the cave ice tech, because it shows the, uh, like, just shows the tech better than just color without clear over it. So we prepped up ghosts with clear over it, um, and then I made, like the sections and then Chaka did all the carving. Then I assembled the piece. Um, and then when he told me the name of the tech, he was like, yeah, I call it cave ice. And I was like, bro, I should have done a ring drain so that you could have put fucking icicles in there. We could have actually made an ice cave on the ice cave tech piece or the cave ice tech piece or whatever. So this was the last, like basically the last piece I made because we had, we only had planned to do three pieces, like two or three pieces. And then we did the two, three pieces, and then I was like, fuck, dude, I really want to do uh, cave ice. And then Cormac was like, I can prep you guys up a fade for it because we do a lot of fades at Bear Mountain Studios. It's like our thing the last like year or so is all the fades and blended colors. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a great idea because that's another Bear Mountain thing. We'll have a faded out ring drain RBR, and then he'll do the cave ice tech to it. But like we're doing colors that are kind of complement that icy look. So... I don't know. That's how this, this one ended up. But man, they just so stoked on these pieces. Um, and also like this will have already happened at this point, but Patreon, we're doing like a live sash showing these pieces off. Um, or no, we already did that. Yeah, we did already do that. And I think you guys probably already knew about that, but like we're the Patreon people are also getting like early, like looks at the Sunday sales, like Friday before the Sunday sales, we're doing live videos showing off the Sunday sale for Patreon people. So you're also going to get our live videos looking at every single piece and me talking about it and smoking and hanging out. Um, I'm not going to do all that stuff through Instagram that my buddy, um, sent me a like screen recorded video of my Twitch sesh, like a little part of my Twitch session. Like I can't talk Twitch session. And then a little part of my Instagram live. And I just saw the difference in quality the Instagram live looks good sometimes and it really gets really pixelated. Whereas when I'm streaming through like a laptop with like proper cameras, it's just a lot cleaner video. Um, so like to show off the glass property and it properly, God, I can't even talk today, guys. It's insane. I'm really trying though. I'm giving 110% effort here, but it is not coming out smooth. Um, but to like show off the glass properly and you know, to have quality videos and stuff. I'm moving a lot of this stuff to streaming like platforms and doing scheduled live videos and scheduling it all through Patreon. Like it's a private schedule, it's private videos and all that stuff. It's just a lot more intimate and fun. Like the community is just way, it's just way more fun. Like everyone's there to fucking sesh and hang out and have a fucking good time. Um, and we have a solid fucking crew already too. I'm just like so surprised. I'm like, maybe this is something people really been wanting for a while. And I've always wanted it too, but I was like, is anyone even going to you know, be about this? Um, it seems like people are, and the more effort I give, the better it gets and the more people that want to be part of it. So it's going to be growing. The Patreon is only like a couple weeks old and we already have almost 200 people signed up and we've already done like three scheduled live videos 
and we're gonna just start adding more content to it. And all those live videos are saved on there too, so if you missed them, you can watch them when you have time. So you can see all the glass and what we were talking about. You see the whole live chat and everything. So if you like the podcasts and stuff, those are other like our episodes that aren't podcasts, but it's like similar. Like we're smoking, talking about glass. It's just more glass. Like where's the What's Up Everybody podcast is like a daily fucking or a weekly like journal or some shit, like a digital journal. Just talking about life, where we're at, what we're working through, having guests on, you know. But yeah, I love the cave ice tech. The way this stuff feels too in your hands. These RBRs are twice as thick as normal RBRs pretty much because I had to make them thicker because to do the cave ice tech, everything has to be thicker. Um, because if it's too thin, you're on, you're not able to get those sharp edges and ridges that give it that nice, like, you know, icy like look, <coughs> man, it was so cool working with Chaka though. I was so appreciative of him too, like doing the podcast and then saying like nice stuff and like being comp, like you guys got to understand that like being someone that's self-taught and came up in this industry and in just basements and garages by myself, like for the most part. You know, you never, there's a lot of self-doubt. You don't know if like people accept you, you don't know if people like you, you just assume too much. It's a natural thing for humans to do. You question your status in your tribe. And I just like, I don't know, like working with him, him being like an 18 year veteran and knowing everyone and having collabed with so many different people and traveled around the country. And, you know, I can tell when someone's just being nice to be nice to me. And then I can tell when someone's genuinely like surprised and then they're being nice. I think I like surprised him a little bit. Like, when he came into our studio and was like working around the team and saw how we did things and everything, he just, he made us all feel like we were on track. He made us feel like that we were doing things different and right. And we're in our own lane and it made us, you know, it made the whole team feel good. It was awesome. So I was super appreciative of him to come here and do that. Cause it gave, definitely gave everyone a nice little boost of morale, you know, not saying anyone's down, but they're around me all day. So like, you know, they, they know my perspective and it's like seeing perspective from someone on the outside coming into our world, you know, and it being a positive thing. It's, it's good. It feels good regardless of if it was already positive. It's just, it adds to that. It reinforces it even more. So it was just really fucking cool. Very intelligent guy too. Didn't smoke with him. I mean, I still smoked while he was here and he, he smoked while he was in Colorado, but I think that like, you know, like altitude and shit affects everyone differently. I don't know if that was going on with him or if he's like more of like, he takes like breaks in between heavy smoke sashes. Cause like, you know, if you get a weed hangover kind of thing, I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those. If you dab really heavy and don't sleep enough, like you'll get them. Um, but yeah, either way, like even without like the social lubricant I use known as cannabis, uh, without, even without that, we're uh, able, really able to fucking like you know, connect, hang out and really talk about some cool shit. Um, and like talking about our perspectives on like the world and certain things. And, uh, he was just like, he's, <laughs> I think he like agreed with me on a bunch of stuff, but he was like, dude, you're very cynical. <laughs> and I was like, I can't help it, dude. Like, I'm just like an angry guy in his garage right now, but that's not forever. Someday I won't be someday. I'll be like very optimistic. You know, we all go through different phases and we change. So just because you're like a crazy asshole right now doesn't mean you'll be that forever. So uh, just own own that shit and be it while you are that, you know, don't. But because like, I have friends that are like, oh, I wish I could be different. I'm like, dude, just just because like that's how you're living right now doesn't mean that's you're going to be living forever. You know, everything is temporary, even the shitty stuff. So, yeah, 
these chocolate collabs came out incredibly beautiful. These are some of the pieces that I look at and go, dude, you're a fucking glass blower, bro. And then I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, it's sick. It'd be the equivalent of me, like, sitting at, like, Woodward and doing a demo and being, like, sponsored. And people be like, and they're just looking down at my board and be like, you're a pro skater, bro. Like, that's what always was my dream. Uh, I always thought I was going to do something with skateboarding. But, you know, Cheetos and Mountain Dew are really good, so... I did the fat thing instead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but skateboarding just wasn't it. This was it. But it's still skate. But man, glass blowing. I've I'm ten times more obsessed with glass blowing. If I would have skated as hard as I blow glass, like if I would have skated all night and been that focused, I would have had whatever I wanted with skateboarding. But I realized that skateboarding is just something I love to do. I never, I didn't, it didn't need to be a job or anything like that. Or it didn't even need to be the thing that defined me. It just was something I really enjoyed doing. And what I found that I loved the most about skateboarding was the camaraderie. I loved hanging out with the boys at the skate park and the homies and fucking, I don't even know, doing just people like banging their boards and clapping for you when you're doing tricks after they've been watching you just slam all day, trying something like it's just fucking, there's no better feeling. And uh, I get a little bit out of that. I get that feeling from glass blowing. Like when I post something on Instagram and everyone's hyped up, I'm like, fuck it. It reminds me of being at skate park and everyone banging their boards on the coping and shit. And I'm like, yeah, dude, people are stoked on this fucking piece. I fucking did it. Um, I don't know. But let's look at these other couple chocolate pieces. And let's take one more dab actually real quick. Where are we at, Aja? I'm like so lost today, bro. Are we doing okay on time? Sweet. Oh, sick, bro. We good. We got time. We got time for everything. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's take another dab then real quick. Um, but yeah, overall, man, this year, regardless of anything that's like, it's even if things have been like hard things have happened, I'm in a totally different mindset. It's really cool. I don't know what's going on. Like I was even at the, I was even at five guys the other day and Everyone in there just seemed like they, they, everyone just seemed different. Like my point is, is like over the last couple of years, anywhere I go into, you have all different types of people, like uptight people or fun, like people that are chill or whatever. And I went into five guys and it felt like pre pandemic. It felt like people in there, like just were enjoying the people they were hanging out with. And that was it. They weren't worried about who just came in. They weren't worried about anyone else. They were just enjoying their food and having fun with whoever they were with. And I was like, this is fire. And I'm wondering if my perspective has changed because there's no way the whole world changed. That would be very like narcissistic of me, right? To believe that I didn't change, the whole world changed. Like, I don't know. Either way, I think that maybe I'm like going through like some sort of like positive change maybe where I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know how to explain it, but the last couple of years have been fucking challenging I'm sure for a lot of people um and I feel like I'm at the end of a marathon and things are going to start getting better and I don't think it's just for me I think it's for everybody I think things are going to start getting better really do because we're fucking we got some good hash I'm going to be making a lot of bongs and trying to get them out into the world I'm going to fucking make this company more efficient working towards building a team of people. Like I want a repair team. I want a team of people that can just take repairs. I want a fucking color prep team. I want an accessory team. I want a flower tube team. And then I just want to fucking manage all the teams and make the headiest shit of the whole crew. Or at least, not even that, fuck that. I don't even want to make the headiest shit. I want to make the headiest shit I can make. 
I would actually prefer if my crew was ridiculously talented, like where I'm like, God damn, why am I, I'm never going to be as good as that fucking guy. <laughs> like that would be better. Like, I'm not interested in being the best. I just want the best for everyone. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, let's do, let's do more concentrated, uh, tobaccos. Love this piece. I was explaining to the uh, Twitch crew the other night that like that one section of my drawing book that's like all these types of pieces that are very like mechanical and modern like architectural and futuristic machine like looking kind of shit. These are all essentially just like skeletons to like larger pieces that could become sculptural pieces. Like this could easily be a skeleton to like a mechanical, like a biomechanical T-Rex, like a T-Rex that was all like machine, like that looked like a fucking machine. Have you guys ever seen Wild Wild West with Will Smith? Remember that giant spider, that big mechanical spider, dude? You could like, like there's, I have drawings of like designs for functionals that are like the engines and skeletons to what could one day be crazy sculptural pieces. Like, that's the one thing I like about a lot of the big, cool sculptural stuff nowadays is there's not much of an engine in it. It's more about the sculpture, not like the function of it. I would like to create stuff that the skeleton and guts of it are the most absurd performance, high-end model glass you can get, then surrounded by a sculpture. So there's definitely things I'm working towards in the future. I have a lot of ideas. I just need to really be patient, invest money into myself, and be consistent. I had a guy reach out the other day like uh, about a, a possible like mentorship or um, something like that. And I just kind of explained to him, I was like, I'm not in a position to mentor anyone or take on responsibility to, you know, mentor someone or anything like that. And then I looked and he hasn't been blowing glass that long, but he looks like he's naturally got it. He's already making cool stuff and doing, you know, different color techniques and shit. So I told him, I was like, dude, it's just time. You got to give people time to notice you and then you got to be consistent once they notice you before they're going to invest in you. And I was like, you're young. It's just time, dude. Just be patient. Just don't quit. There's nothing I can show you that's going to make you successful. There's not, there's nothing I can, like I can show you how to do a couple welds or something, but you would actually have to go and do 10,000 of those and prove to everyone that that's what you do in order to make money from it. Just me showing you something isn't the key to success. Like you actually have to just prove to everyone else, you know? You know, be so obsessed with it, be so in love with it, and show everyone else how much you love it. Show everyone that even if no one gives a fuck, you're still going to love it. And once you start doing that, then other people are going to go, man, that guy really loves that. I want to feel like he does about that. What's he doing over there? Ooh, I like his shit. Like, you know, it's, you got to, and it's a numbers game too. We live on a planet with over 8 billion people on it. You only need maybe 100 people that love what you're doing to have a career and support a family. You, if you post and are consistent, you absolutely, out of the 8 billion people, will find 100 people that love what you're doing. But you got to stay consistent and keep doing it if that's ever going to work. Because for people to jump on board, they want to know you're going to keep driving that ship. If they see that you're a quitter or you only do things for a little bit till it gets hard, then they're going to be like, I'm not getting on his boat. How are we going to get across the ocean with that fucker? Like, no, they want the guy that even when he's made money, he's still working. Even when he's like failing, he's still pushing. They want the person that's not going to quit. So if you want people to buy your stuff and invest in you and believe in you, believe in yourself, dude. I don't know shit, though. 
I'm about to take a dab. I'm just trying to kill time while my, my, my heated nail is ready so I can do my concentrated uh, weeds or tobacco or whatever. I don't even know what to say anymore. YouTube's eventually gonna figure out what we're doing here. They're eventually gonna find out. And that's why I'm also building the Patreon because I have a strong feeling in the next two years, YouTube is really gonna push for being able to compete with TikTok and apps like that. Because you know where the real money comes from? It's all these fucking teenagers and shit that use these apps way more than us. That's where the money comes from. So you know they're gonna want this stuff a little bit more cleaned up. They, want, they won't want me on here doing all these drugs and shit. Um, you know, through all these crazy contraptions. It's, a, it's honestly, because the podcast is small, is the only reason we're probably still on YouTube. <laughs> if it gets if it gets anywhere in higher views, like then we're gonna it's probably gonna pretty quickly be taken off. Um, because I see so many good podcasts taken down for the most basic shit. Like, and we're definitely breaking some community guidelines here with this. I don't care who you are from far away with my hood up and this thing in front of me. This doesn't look legal. I mean, it doesn't, but it's fun, and it is. It's legal where I am. I live in free America. It's called Colorado. Yep. Everyone needs to move to better states. I'm not saying Colorado is the best state, but if you're in a state where things suck, get out of there because it's going to take a while for some of these places to get their shit together. That's all I feel anyways. Like, even if it happens in a two or three year period, like still get out of there and go do something else somewhere else for a few years, then go back. You can always go back. Anyone out there that's like unsure of like how to be successful, just just move around. Get out of just get out of where you are and just try to make it somewhere else. It really it helps. If anything, it helps your mental capability knowing what you're you can do. Like knowing that you can do it, it's huge. Okay, I better scoop a dev quick. Yeah, lemon butter rum sounds good. Lemon butter rum here from Green Dot. I like it. It's very buttery. It's like a very salty lemon. You know. Half my dab was still on my dabber. You guys probably still heard me. It was probably just a little bit muffled or quiet because the mic wasn't right in front of me the right then. Uh, I'm going to take one more real quick because I feel like I got like half a dab. I like to like question my decision after each dab, and that was the type of dab that I take where I'm like, oh, that w- I could do that all the time. That's chill. Like So it wasn't enough. I like when I take one and then my eyes feel like they're sweating, and I'm like, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. I got so much to get done today. Like I like to really question my choices after I do them. It's um it's a great um, brain exercise, um, you know. So we're gonna take one more so we can actually get to that point, and then we'll look at the last two or three chocolate pieces. <coughs> Fuck! Holy shit! Thank you everybody that's been fucking watching every Sunday. It's um, I don't know if like what's up the last few weeks the views have been back up again so we appreciate all you folks coming back with us and watching again and i don't know if it's new listeners or people coming back but we appreciate you over here because Isaac works really hard on this and i do as much as i can which is talk and get high on camera Isaac works very hard on this though 
So we appreciate you folks that watch this and, you know, support the What's Bear Boy podcast. Um, I try. I want to do more. I always do, but it's easier to say it, right? Actions speak louder than words. I really just got to take action. I got to take my own advice. I have friends that I care about dearly that I just wish they would listen or at least just pay attention or something because I have friends that like, man, actions speak louder than words and they're like good people that just like aren't taking action. They're like just not helping themselves and it's like, fuck, dude, you got it. You got this. So many people got it. They just don't realize it and then they get stuck in these patterns that are just sucks, man. I see people I care about right now that are definitely struggling. They're not, and they won't even talk about it with friends, but you can see it. You know, you can see it in people's eyes when they're not doing good, you know? And you're like, bro, what's good? You all right? And then they just tell you they're great. Everything's great. Post a couple daily affirmations, convince yourself you're doing great. And then just crumble in your own mind. It's like, you got to fucking, and when I say action, like sometimes you just got to ask for help or talk to people. Again, killing time so we can warm up this now. Man, I am anxious about this first Sunday sale, folks. Because it's been, um, a f it's, this is going to be the fourth year uh, of like, I'm already into the fourth year of it, but like people really supporting Bear Mountain, like heavily. Like we've always, we've been doing drops for nine years and the glass is all sold. But for the past four years, the drops have been selling out like the day they drop or sometimes within the hour or sometimes within 10 minutes. It's like crazy. And I'm like, that doesn't happen forever. I'm like, is this the year? <coughs> but either way, I have so much to offer too. So I think the, those feelings I have, which any glass blower, any person that creates things with their hands like has, you get worried about being relevant and people supporting you. Like, I have to like also realize like how much I'm capable of and have confidence in my own ability. That's one of my biggest fucking issues is I is like, I don't know if I have enough self-respect to appreciate everything that I've achieved. If that makes sense where, because I feel like if I have a bunch of self-respect, like I'm going to have to deal with like bad emotions more often because it's going to hurt more when I get my feelings hurt because I'm going to be like, fuck, like my feelings are hurt because I have self-respect. But if you don't give a fuck about yourself for the most part, like nothing fucks with you. Like I don't give a fuck anyways, dude. <laughs> like that's so much freedom that I don't give a fuck is so much freedom. But I, I don't fuck, dude. I missed it. This is too low again. We need. I need more heat. I'm a chatty Kathy today. It's because fucking Chaka didn't let me talk last week, dude. It's just ch he was chatting. I was like, bro, I want to talk so fucking bad right now, dude. You guys don't even know my if you if we should have had a third camera on my feet. I was tap dancing on the floor. I was fucking dancing that episode. I was like, I want to fucking talk, bro. But I was like, you gotta let Chaka talk, dude. You talk, you've talked for 80 hours plus so far. Just let Chaka talk for one. And I was like, you could, I don't know, I had to talk myself through it. I feel like, like a little kid that has to get his point out sometimes. That's one thing I work on about with my personality is like knowing when to keep my mouth shut and just listen. You know, we're all working on shit, right? That's the fun part of being on this planet is like, it's like we're all our own little video games. We get to keep like working on and getting better and building up like our character points and shit. Scary enough, that seems to be what China's doing too. That whole social credit score thing.
but I don't really want to play any of those kind of video games. I like playing my own video game that I regulate when I'm playing it. I don't want to like have to play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I played team sports, I didn't really like to be like have to be at practice this time or have to be at a game on Sunday morning. Um, I, but I loved like just like hitting up some friends. But like, you guys want to go play basketball at the park? Like that was the funnest. It's so much more fun when it just like there's less pressure, you know. Low pressure situations are the best, but high pressure situations are fun too. Because if you come out the other end successful or in a positive light, then you're like, "Fuck yeah, I did it." It was so hard, but I did it. And it's, like, really fun for your confidence and things like that. But that whole game kind of sucks, too, because then you have to keep trying harder and harder, and then things get more and more intense. And then you're like, dude, what the fuck's happening? That's probably what a lot of you are thinking right now. You're like, I'm not following along with any of this podcast. Dude, what is happening? <laughs> Maybe some of you have smoked enough, and you know what's going on right now. Because I don't. I don't even know. Wait, I think I missed my dab again. This is how you know we're in a good place. Yep. Oh, no? No? 590, that's close enough. We can get one in. Why do I keep picking up the one that's not open? I should just put it back in the fridge. All right. This one has to be better. <laughs> that was it. Perfect, perfect. Smooth. So much flavor. Great experience. Well, back to what was I even talking about, honestly? But holy shit. Oh my god. That fatso. What is even the terpene on that? Just jet fuel, right? Hmm. Hazelnut and garlic? Whatever, bro. Gasoline. All right, now we'll take a look at these last couple chocolate pieces. God, this thing is ridiculously big. Pointless. Wow, oh, my nail is so far away. I actually really should put that in the alcohol. Yeah, I know. You should let it cool down or something before you put it in there. I'm sure. Um, all right, here we go. Honestly, this big ass, the pump station, like. I wanted to call it like an acronym for like, how do you clean it? Like HDCI, that's the HDCI bros. So how do you clean it? Cause that's what every person that doesn't follow me says really cool, bro. But how do you clean it? Yeah. Good luck cleaning that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to clean it. I'm like, dude, you will never cause you'll never own it because it's mine and it's only one. And the person that's going to buy it, probably going to come to my house someday and you're not invited to my house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally invited still, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll educate you. I'll teach you about cleaning pipes because it doesn't matter how crazy of a pipe is. Like I'm trying to get this thing super dirty before I clean it. I have not cleaned it and it's had, it, I've just been running water through it and just slamming dabs through it for a couple weeks. That's two weeks of heavy dabbing. It looks great still. Um, <coughs> but Cleaning a pipe that size is no different than cleaning an RBR. 
if you know how to do it and it's pretty fucking easy i just run a little bit of like warm water through the piece to preheat the glass um that helps like also loosen the resin and stuff a little bit even if the resin doesn't fall off you can warm up any reclaim or resin that's built up in the piece a little bit so i just run warm water through the piece just put your rbr in the sink and just run some warm water through it for a couple minutes bring the heat bring the piece up to temp get it a little warm once the piece has reached a nice like everything's warmed up i like to pour some warm iso through it like 91 or 99 iso don't pour cold iso through it but make get it a little warm um, I don't want to tell you how to warm it up, but there's ways and you can figure it out. Yeah. But use some, just some alcohol. All I use is alcohol. I don't use anything else. I don't use salt. I don't use, I use alcohol and then Dawn dish soap. So I clean the piece with warm alcohol, rinse all the resin out of it. Then I put Dawn dish soap in it and shake that up in there for a little bit and then pour it out. Then I'm done. When we're selling brand new pieces, and also too, um, I'm gonna make highlight videos on Instagram. You guys probably already see them by the time this comes out. I'm gonna make some of them this weekend. Like, how do I buy your pieces? How do I clean this piece? Like, I'm gonna do like how-to videos, like on my Instagram, the highlights, like on like what type of nail to use, like just how-to things that all of you folks probably know that watch this already. But there's a lot of new people that follow me that don't know anything, but they want to be part of it, and they're interested. Um, so. <clears throat> we're going to do that because <clears throat> I think that what's happening with my Instagram now is like I'm getting so much traffic of new people, but they have no one there to educate them. They're just like, okay, so it's like a bearded guy. looks like he smokes a bunch of weed. Does he make the glass or is he collect? Like there's, they don't know what's happening. And I literally had someone that is, doesn't like know me they just do like big social media stuff and like just give me that perspective where like there's so much potential but like there's no like like someone that doesn't know you or hasn't known you for two years doesn't know what's going on he's like if i click on your page right now i don't know what's going on like there's no intro or introductory video or anything to explain what the hell is happening here they're like then you click on your Mount studios thing and then you see beautiful photos of like it looks like an organized art page or something but still don't know what's going on how do you buy the glass how do you do anything with this fucking shit so it's like such a good point so i listen and i'm like okay i need to actually make this even if i don't have glass to offer right now people at least need to understand how it's sold or how when it becomes available and how it works they need some direction so they can decide if they want to invest into me and want to be part of the whole crew right now i'm making people jump over hurdles and climb walls in order to even figure out what's going on and that's not good business so adjustments things have gotten really big uh, i had a, a whole year of basically not running my instagram how i usually do so time to reorganize clean up shit and be able to uh, keep connecting with people in an efficient way so i don't offend anyone or at least give an honest effort not to you know some people are going to be pissed at you no matter what but i want to know at least on my end i'm doing everything i can so, so I can sleep at night, you know? All right. <clears throat> Let's just talk about these last three here. We got the classic Blizzard Tech from Chaka. This is probably like the most iconic, I would say, at least from my perspective. I really love how this came out. It's full Blizzard Tech. Um, 
these are the first ever full blizzard tech pieces I've ever done. Usually the chocolate pieces I do just have a section of it, like on the can and on the neck. And then I do transparent stuff on all the other sections. He was here and we did full blizzard tech, everything, even the perks are full. This one's a full lake ice perk, which is it's so it's so fucking cool in person it's very hard to capture on camera but the boral vision photos that are going to be on the website um you guys will have seen on friday are going to be really they'll really show them off wow my hands are kind of cold um but i was stoked to do full fucking blizzard tech because that's this is a lot of chaka's work and for him to be like here's full sections of blizzard tech i don't know i was like whoa this is sick these are the way I want, I would oh, like when I f first started like working with some of these people, I'm like, man, I wish I could do this. I just wasn't capable yet, but I've learned so much. And because of you guys have supported so much, I've been able to buy so many new tools. And now I have the capability of making this level of peace. I couldn't have made this a year ago to be clear. I couldn't have made the only one I probably could have made a year ago was maybe the micro, maybe this one. I don't think I could have made all the other ones a year ago with how thick they had to be for the uh, cave ice tech and like the shaping being as clean as it is and just all the handmade perks that are all hand grounded. Like, yeah, I don't know. Pretty crazy. It's really cool just to see the progression. I've been doing this podcast for this February will be two years. So I can actually look back two years of progress of work and drops and hip I'll be like, wow, I'm a hypocrite. Cool. The more, if I started episode one and watched all the way through, I'd be like, okay, I'm a hypocrite there. I'm a hypocrite there. Cool. Cool. I don't, I didn't, I, didn't, I said that then. Don't know if I believe that now. Like it's so it's, that's, what's cool about podcasts is that they are literally like a digital journal that just kind of shows where people were at in their life or their perspectives, like growing up. It just, it's crazy. I don't know. Love doing them, but shit. Stoked how these came out. I hopefully they sell. And if they don't, I'll just keep one of them probably or two of them if I have to. But either way, this was probably one of my favorite collaborative projects I've ever done because Chaka was such a like fun, relaxed person to be around and um, very businesslike, which I loved. I love professional people, professional people. I'm just like, I want, I want just people like you around me very professional because um, I'm trying to be more professional you know what I mean I'm trying to like talk good and stuff talk good talk betters and do weeds better but professionally whatever dude but thanks for watching this episode folks it was fun um, I'm definitely way too stoned I didn't even need the second dab on the fucking that one it rocked me because this thing makes you take the fucking dabs deep it fucking delivers it's absurd um, man, what is this episode 86, right? Nuts. Fucking awesome. I can't believe it. we're going to do something really special for episode 100. But I uh, appreciate y'all folks that support this. Make sure you sign up for that Patreon if you want to be part of all the different giveaways and added content we're going to be doing. And um, Twitch, I'm on there all the time, at Bear Mountain Studios. Um, I'm on there almost daily, sometimes early in the day and super late at night. So if you can't sleep, check the Twitch stream. I might be awake just taking dabs and ranting and making pipes, you know? Come hang out. There's always people in the chat chilling, talking. We got people from all over the world in there. There's always people from Germany in there when I'm up at 2 a.m. working because it's like morning for them. It's like 10 a.m. for them. So they're like drinking coffee and shit, watching the streams. So you hang out with some German dabbers. Um, there's just people from all over the world that hang out in there too. So it's just cool. It's a fun stream. 
Um, but man, episode 86, we appreciate you so much. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. My fucking hands are cold though. Are your hands cold, bro? It's fucking cold right now. I think something's blowing in. There's a storm coming. I feel like we're gonna open the door and it's gonna be fucking blizzarding. Yeah, okay, wow. And it's cause these chocolate pieces, bro. Look at these in the fucking light. Like I'm looking at the, the camera in front of me and I'm just like, I can see this little monitor and what these look like. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Okay, sick. <coughs> Have a great day, everybody. Um, we did it. Sick.